Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hey guys, how's it going? Mike here for the Otakuology Podcast. Um, I'm with Jen and... Are you done? Are you are you done? <laughs> I don't. I guess we're gonna have to be. You just put it all in my head. I was like, oh man. Three, so, two, love it. The manga world was rocked. Um, this last week or this week, I guess you could say. I don't even know if it was rocked. I feel like it was. Well, I feel there's two trains of thought. I feel like for most people it was completely shattered and and just decimated and people True. are are walking around without spirits right now. And then the other half of we're like fuck it. Who cares about that shit? Yeah. So, I recorded something previously cuz Jim was having some te- technical difficulties on his end and we got it figured out uh for the most part his computer crapped out completely. Uh, so I did record something which I will tack on to the end of this for our, for our discussion. and just It's just like my unfiltered thoughts on the situation at hand. It might be a side blooper. I don't think it's a blooper because I actually started to cry in the middle of it. But, you know. Um, but, so, if you haven't heard, if you're living under a rock or in outer space, uh, Kintaro Mira died... Yeah, or if you you just like listening to the podcast. Or if you listen to the podcast. Gintaro Mira passed away. If you don't know who he is, he is the creator of the Berserk manga. Um, He, um, what was he, 53? Yeah. He was 53 years old. And um, I'm trying to Google him at the moment, so I'm so I can remember the actual information. Sorry. Um, he was 50. He was in his 50s. You know, he, he recently died. And he suffered heart complications. Uh, I don't exactly know what happened, but he, it was kind of like a heart attack, kind of. I wasn't really for sure what it was. Uh, but a lot of people are very distraught for a multitude of reasons, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure. You want to you elaborate on that? Just saying, yeah. I feel like a lot of people are probably distraught because um, a lot of people think that Berserk is like one of the end-all, be-all, like God-sent mangas. And... So he was he was fifty-four. So he was fairly young. Right, I'm 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 in my mid thirties, you know. So right. you know, it's crazy to think that Berserk was made in 1988. Right, it's it's over 30 years. I was born in 86, so do do the math, you know. <laughs> um, well, but, I mean, we don't even have to do the math for mine. I mean, I'm. I'm Mine was ninety one, so that was yeah. three years three years before me. So, if you don't know what Berserk is, it's a long running fantasy 
epic, dark fantasy, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and it meant a lot to so many different people. You know, I, regardless of how you feel about how the story came out or, or the story at whole, because a lot of people say that some of the best parts are like the, the golden, what's it called? The golden age arc. Is that what it is? Uh, I think so. I've never actually read Berserk. So they just like the dynamic between, um, Guts and Griffith. Yeah. Guts and Griffith. So yeah, I've never actually read Berserk. So I'm going a little, I'm going off of the original 97 anime shooting from the hip. I'm, I'm going off of the anime, which I watched the 97 anime. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm not entrenched in this series as some people are, you know? Um, so what, 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 what thoughts were you, were going in your head when you found about this news? Oh man, I thought it was a joke because my brother like sent it to me, and I it was before like I saw anything anywhere about it. Like an hour later, everything just popped off. Not even that. Like you and I talked about it like the next day. So I was sitting there like, "Is he pulling my leg?" Well, the thing is, no. Like you go like an hour, an hour after we talked because we were playing some video games. Like an hour, thirty minutes after we talked, after I got off, it blew up on Twitter. Well. Like it, all the all the companies were talking about it, news was coming out because his family, out of respect, wanted to have a have a funeral and stuff without that much fanfare, you know. Right. And out of respect for him, uh, in their grieving, they didn't want the world to know what exactly had had this terrible news that had happened. And which is which is very um, understandable, you know. You have a grieving family who just lost somebody who meant the world to them, even the, and he meant so much to everybody else who enjoyed his work. Um, but yeah, I honestly thought it was a joke as well. And I texted a coworker of mine. I was like, "Hey, did you hear about this? I'm trying to find some news. I can't find any news about it." Because I do remember hearing a couple years ago, it was like a joke or something that he had passed away. So I think for a lot of people, they thought it was a joke. Until it finally came out, you know. Right. Um, and it's... It... it 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 takes time for people to process this this news and you're getting all the the videos and the the tributes and stuff to to this this creator i watched a few i watched um uncanny omar did a very nice piece a very nice video and um omnibus collector did one as well very very nice you know uh, tributes, I guess you could say, yep. to to him. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't too hooked into the Berserk fandom. I did. I enjoyed the anime, like I said. So it didn't hit me as hard as say some of our friends who are in the manga community. 
you know, right when I, I, you know, I reached out to Darth and I was like, Darth, did you hear about this? You know, and uh, and he was like, yeah, I, I did. And he, just, he was just shook up about it, you know, because that was one of the series that he loves. You know, you know, you know, Darth, you know, I know Darth. Yeah. You know, Darth loves that series. It's one of his favorites, you know. And, you know, like Dustin, you told what what did Dustin say? About, oh, did it, didn't you reach out to him or? Yeah, he, he messaged me. You? He messaged me because of what I put out on Instagram about it. What did you put out on Instagram? About I put out on Instagram that. I guess we were all going to have to start selling them off before uh, all the pricing of the Berserk manga basically like dropped down to five bucks. I don't know if they will. I don't know. You know I don't want to speculate, but um, like uh, when I was listening to um, listening to uh, uh, Uncanny Omar, which is Near Mint Conditions. He works closely with um, Dark Horse. Yeah. And you know how Dark Horse has um, their, um, I don't want to say printing issues, but they let things lapse and you you might get one print run of something, you know. Uh, They actually said that they're going to keep all the deluxe editions in print. So the, the... the deluxe editions of Berserk are going to be an evergreen title and they will always be in print. And I think they're going to continue printing them in that as well. Like, it's not going to, like, to stop. You know, because they want to share his work. You know, those deluxe editions sold very well. You know, it's one of the top selling manga of all time. Over 50 million copies, you know. Right. So it... The Berserk manga had an impact on people and had an impact on society. And I feel like you can contradict me if you want or disagree with me, but I feel like Berserk, and I said this in my other recording, I feel like Berserk kind of transcended the um, fandom where it wasn't just manga fans reading it. It was also comic book fans, you know. Or non fans. Oh, with it being Dark Horse? Well, with being Dark Horse, just being the subject matter, you know. Uh, it was one of those manga, from what I've, I've heard from people talk and uh, speak about it, you know, it covered a lot of themes that a, a lot of other manga wouldn't touch. Yeah. And the fact that. Um, it was had that dark subject matter and one thing a lot of people I saw talk about this was was the character developments you know everybody seemed to feel like they were actual developed characters unlike a lot of typical manga we get a lot of the character development is usually focused on the main character let's not lie Right or there, uh, or a lot of the characters are very cookie cutter thin uh, characters. You know, <laughs> they're kind of one note characters. Oh, I mean that's true. 
you know, and that's one that's one of the things that Berserk brought to the table was they had all these deep layered characters, kind of like an onion, right? You know, yeah. No, I mean I agree with you on that. I do feel like the characters yeah. had a good good amount of development. Uh, my only problem with it was I felt like it took away from the story. Because well, you could you could say it was a part of the story. That's true, but I, so I don't really feel like the story was for Berserk was all that great. Just the character development was stupendous. Well, I mean that's that's very much a um, like uh, a, like your your personal opinion. You know, it's you know a lot of a lot of people really really enjoyed it. I mean, I know people did have problems with. The series being like the pacing and the the timely manner with which it would one, come out. One book a year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, who who really knows? You know, uh, I mean, I don't know all the ins and outs of what actually happened with the publication for that because I do know it was a monthly series. Uh, we don't really know what his health was like. Because, you know, a lot of those older mangaka or mangaka themselves, you know, they can work themselves to the bone and have problems drawing and writing. And just like um, the the creator of uh, Gundam Thunderbolt, right in the middle of his manga, he um, he had problems with his hands and he had a hard time drawing. So he had to change up his art style to help with his, um, it was something in his hands, like the tendons in his hands or something. I can't remember what exactly. Yeah. And he, I think he's actually finishing the manga. Like he's going to be wrapping up the manga soon, you know, and uh, there's always the Hunter Hunter guy. Well, what's his name? What's his name? I don't remember what his name is. Don't ask me that one. I just know that he's he's the hunter hunter you Yeah, you guy. guy. He always has health problems as well, and he's you know, Mr. Hiatus, Mr. I don't know what you would call it, you know. We there's a know. couple there's a couple kings in, in that field. You know, and one of the things that people always go back to or have stated with this and I've heard several rumors so uh, I don't know what exactly is true um, they've said that oh you know Kataro Miro was almost finished with the manga type of thing you know like the final story was kind of wrapping up or whatever you know are we going to get the rest of the series we we hope that it was wrapping up. We hope it was wrapping up, but we don't know. Exactly. Uh, I heard from an account actually at, at my work uh, from a coworker. Uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, I heard that they actually have a bunch of the manga stockpiled, and they're going to be releasing it. So we don't have to worry about what you know if it gets finished or not because they're going to have all those other manga stockpiled, you know." Right, like the manga company did, I guess. I don't know, and oh, uh, and I was like, well, that goes off of what me and me and Dustin talked about. Uh, yeah, like a, like a contingency he asked me plan. If I thought that they had a contingency plan for it, and I was like, yeah. no, no, 
I don't I don't think so because almost every chapter in a way was kind of a standalone thingy. It might have been congruent with like what the chapter or uh-huh. whatever like arc they were in. But for the most part, like nobody is going to be able to step up and basically say, "Hey, this is the exact idea," because you don't know yeah. if it's going to be, "Hey, we're going to have a whole other arc in between before um, Guts meets back up with Griffiths and they have their their final like fight and everything." I mean, uh, weren't they kind of weren't they kind of gearing towards that sort of? They were gearing towards uh, what's the girl's name with the C? Casca. Yeah, they're gearing towards Casca's kind of like mental mental rejuvenation of uh-huh. her finding herself back, which that's yeah. kind of the the last thing that I know is in the manga. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to say what could happen uh, or if he was finishing it. Honestly, I hope he wasn't stressing out about it. You know, I hope he was with his family when he passed away. Uh, you know, I, I I hope he wasn't in a terrible spot, you know, mentally or right because it had just came out of nowhere, you know. And I hope I just hope he wasn't stressing out about finishing the manga because you know it was his life's work. He although, took, he although right in that, you know, the worst part would be what if what if this was like his thing and it was like a. He knew so many people reading it. He was tired of, of doing it like after the golden age arc or whatever. And he, this is like his big fuck you to all of us. How bad would that be? I, I don't think so. I don't how, think so. I don't, how, I don't, I really don't think so. How bad would that be though? If we found that out, <laughs> I, I really don't think so because of the fact from all accounts I've heard, he took very, he took a lot of pride in his work. Yeah. He took a lot of pride in his work, and this was his opus, his magnum opus, you know. He didn't work on that many other creator-owned titles. Once you look at his body of work, right? it was Berserk and maybe one or two other things that were maybe one-shots. Right. You know, and I don't know if his assistants would come and pick it up, you know, if he had, like, notes or... The story already written out, you know, but I don't, it's hard to say. And it's hard to say exactly how the fans would react to it. You know, cause what if somebody did come and pick it up and, and, and finish it off? Would it really truly be Mira's vision? It's true. I mean, only time will tell. And, you know, will we like it? Like, as fans? You know, like, will we feel satisfied with this this ending? Because people have been waiting years for this manga to end. And I remember, I remember a couple weeks ago, I was joking with my friend at work. Because he was talking, he, he'd always talk to me about Berserk. So I kind of knew what was going on. And I, I said this in my last podcast. And I feel so terrible about what I said, but I joked about the whole what if he dies before he finishes thing. He's like, oh no, that's never going to happen. 
Are you admitting to something here? I feel like I might have partially. <laughs> I, I feel I feel kind of partially responsible. <laughs> you willed it into existence. Like, like maybe my knowing. bad vibes, my bad vibes willed it to existence. I don't oh know. Oh my god! You know, but I don't want to. I don't want to speak ill of the dead. You know, he was. He meant so much to so many different people, and it's sad to see him gone. I know there are a bunch of people that would probably be mad that it wrecked that it didn't get finished. Uh, but there are plenty of other manga out there that never got finished when their authors passed away, you know. Maybe not to this extent, but, you know. Right. But, I mean, we always, we always have that... We always have the stories that we already got. So we can continue to enjoy his work and pass it on to the other generations you know and and like he lives on through his manga you know it's it's not like all of all of this work that he's already done is gonna be null and void and go away you know you can still enjoy the manga regardless if it has an ending or not right you know and you know that's, that's the way I look at it personally I don't know how, how do you feel about it I feel like I kind of talked for quite a bit, so. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I agree with most of it. You know, it is going to leave kind of a big hole because even though, even though how some people viewed it of, of how it was kind of all over the place and whatnot, that there were still people that sat there and it, it touched them in a way where, you know, they had to say that this was one of their favorites and everything yeah. else. So, I mean, for those people, it is going to be a kind of a big punch in the face or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, especially for um, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, honestly, honestly, like hearing about hearing all these people talk about it and and, you know, rave, not really rave about it, but uh, emotion, like, like talk about the manga so fondly like listening to uh, Uncanny Omar talk about it you know and the way he felt and how his wife got into the series his wife's not even like a manga or comic person you know right she got into the series and how much that series like meant to them and what they got out of it and you know they he like dissected and you know got so many different things out of that manga you know, not just a, oh, violence, bam, bam, you know, cut people in half type of thing. You know, that was kind of surface level stuff. It was more like, let's let's dive deep into these characters and, uh, and like, what really makes them tick type of thing, you know? Right. And I was like, it kind of made me want to go read it, you know? Kind of, kind of made me want to go experience what Berserk really truly is. Because I would always look at the art and be like, man, that's really good art. I like it. You know, it looks beautiful. It has almost like a Western European anime look to it. It reminded me a lot of like Frank Frazetta. I don't know if you ever seen Frank Frazetta's art. But he, he did like a lot of the Conan the Barbarian like paintings and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you ever saw like those Conan paintings of covers and stuff... Um, like they like the Death Knight and stuff, and 
it reminded me of that. That's what, like, you know, you could tell, like, all his different influences from, uh, like, Mira's influences, like, they weren't from, like, say, like, they were from everywhere, it just wasn't from, like, your typical manga type of thing, you know? Right. You, you could tell he, he reached out and grabbed other things to pull in for him for, like, the art and stuff like that. Right. You know, and I actually, I'm actually interested, and I think... I said this before on the, the the recording I did, but I think I think I might pick up the first mo- first deluxe edition and try to dive in and read it and see exactly what people thought about it. You know, yeah. and if I like it, I'm if I continue to like it, I think I might pick up the rest just just to see. Even though if the story never gets finished, you know, I hear it's one hell of a ride. You know. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I agree on that too. <laughs> I mean, do you have anything else to add to this? Um, stuff that I might not have covered. Uh, no, I mean, I feel like you covered it pretty well on uh, everything and just other people that have actually kind of and done some of the other speeches and stuff. Cause you know, I've watched a couple of those that you sent to me too. And those were, yeah. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're know, not gonna we're not gonna I, know what's gonna happen, you know, with the story. Especially because I felt that those were more better conveyed than a lot of other reviews and everything else, like I've seen from uh-huh. the little niche part of people that we know. So yeah, it was kind of separated from our little manga tube worlds. You know, they were kind of. Right, you know, I don't know, not in it, or I don't know, separated enough from it, you know. I don't know. Right, it's it's sad to see people well, hurting. The only th- other thing I would like to say is, Kentaro Mira, see you later, Space Cowboy. I mean, yeah, that's all we can really say. Exactly. Um, hope people are well, doing well after hearing this news. Um, if you need somebody to talk to, we're always here. You know, we'll talk to you about whatever you're, you're going through, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have anything else to add to this conversation? Nope. Now I'm just no. going to have to see if I can find somebody that'll make me a gut sword so I can pick it up. I mean, I feel like I kind of reiterated uh, a lot of what I said last night. I mean, I may have left some stuff out, but I don't know. I believe in you. It's true. Well, at least, you know, at least you didn't cry this time, so. That's true. Well, I started started to think about my own mortality. Yeah. Because um, actually a friend of mine passed away on the 3rd. And which is very close to when Mira passed, and you know, think just thinking, you know, my friend, um, you know, it, he had nobody around him when he passed away. You know, he passed away, um, you know, sitting in a computer chair, uh, playing a, a air uh, plane simulator type of thing game, you know, and yeah. Just and he also had 
a thing with his heart happen with him. So it was very similar uh, to what happened with Mira. And I just think, you know, you know, he he was only thirty three, so he was very young as well. Right. You know what what he could have what he what he, what could have he accomplished within the world? You know, what's his lasting legacy? What's Mira's lasting legacy? What's what's my impact on the world going to be? You know. Yeah. You know what happens after we pass on? You know, nobody knows type of thing. You know, and I don't want to get into the the whole religious aspect of this. Stay tuned for next episode. No, no. <laughs> it just you know thoughts everybody has, right? You know, and I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of it freaks it freaks me out to think that one day I'm not going to be on this world, right? And what's going to happen after that? You know, like I'll sit, I'll be sitting there, and I'll just pop into my head, and I'll have like a panic attack. You know. Right, like oh, like oh my god, like yeah, you know, I try, I try not to think about that shit, you know. But it's it's well, I it's think you gotta, I think you got to think about it, and going off of this subject matter that we're talking about right now, you know, you have to realize that you're kind of your own hero of your story, like guts, yeah, and that no matter what it comes at you, you know, you're gonna have to realize that you know you have to play that role that you have of being the hero of your own story and making sure that by the ending it's just as good and memorable you know as yeah as kind of this whole story I mean, yeah because you got to think about it we don't really live in a fantasy thing there's not going to be a lot of people that make big accomplishments to actually have their names feel like they were remembered Mm-hmm. or whatever but it just depends on the people that you've influenced and yeah. and you know one thing that I find comforting um, besides like everything else that I do is just in this podcast in itself mm-hmm. you know it's it's most likely going to be around for years after you and I quit well unless know. the servers die <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll just hope that somebody's downloaded it somewhere. <laughs> maybe, maybe like uh, got, what is it? The the time machine movie, you know, where he we got like a like a hard copy. Yeah, yeah, you know, like the time machine movie where he jumps to the future and yeah, and they have the little like robotic screen and it can regurgitate all the history. It'll be like, oh, would you like to listen to the Taco Bellology podcast? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know, just. It really gets me thinking, you know, and just, I'm just in my own head type of thing. Well, for everybody else out there that has thoughts and feelings like this, just remember, even you can try hard and be your own hero, just like Guts. Yeah, I mean, Guts, for all the horrific things that he had to go through, every time he picked himself back up, and, you know, he continued forward. You know, he continued on his journey, which, you know. Right. And he became will, he became such a beefcake. And we'll, he can we'll lift that massive sword. I want to lift We will sword. certainly do the same thing. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. See you guys next Tuesday. See you guys next Tuesday.